Nothing in politics is ever done from the heart for your benefit and certainly not for your children. And that should be your big takeaway from Kathleen Wynne's announcement over the weekend. Premier Wynne did indeed do something extraordinary Saturday. The first female Premier of Ontario joins an exclusive club quitting an election before the race is even over. And in doing so, abandoned her loyal base and worse, her candidates who have been spending months of their own time and money trying to win a race, win you all along, she couldn't win. I don't know who voters will choose. That is up to them. But I'm pretty sure that it won't be me. I don't question for a second how tough that would have been for Ms. Wynn, but what was she thinking? The writing's been on the wall for over a year. Polling showed Ontarians were pissed and blamed her for Ontario's misery. Don McGinty should wear as much, if not more, of the province's failures than Wynn, but she played a role, so the buck stops with her. McGinty, however, slithered away before his house of cards collapsed. He knew it was time the party found a new leader to wear his stench. A strategy that worked for Wynn until Ontarians quickly realized that Wynn may be a different face, but the stench is all much the same. More disastrous policy. Had Wynn put party first, and she had plenty of time to do that, she'd have stepped aside and allowed a new leader to step in. Had that happened, the Liberals would likely be cruising to another win. But it seems Kathleen Wynne got some very bad advice from those in her inner circle who are drunk on power and don't seem to want to put down the bottle. Either way, the Liberal Party will pay the ultimate price for their arrogance, and thanks to that, Ontarians have been spared four more years of nanny state Liberal policy. But the numbers clearly show the Ontario Liberals aren't just losing, they're well on their way to losing party status. And that's extraordinary given the power they've had. And without status, the Liberals lose everything. Money, research staff, and any right to ask questions in question period. Hence the tears and begging for any political table scrap you will throw them. The Liberals only have two paths to survival, either scraping enough seats to at least keep the lights on or a coalition with the NDP. So with three days until the vote, they will beg for your support, warning they are the only party that can keep the PC and NDP accountable. (laughs) Ms. Wynne, have you seen your numbers? Mm Mm-hmm. That anyone in the party thinks the Liberals should hold the balance of power in a minority government because the other two can't be trusted shows how utterly out of touch they are. There is a reason you have no support, Ms. Wynne. Andrea Horvath has been wishy-washy on forming that coalition. On Friday, she told the CBC, well, it'll be up to win. I guess the question would be if we get there on June 8th, and that's a decision that has to be made, the question would be, would Kathleen Wynne be willing to work with me? Well, well, well. Now that Wynne's out of the way, Horvath is clearly saying, nope, because if she can win power taking Wynne's scraps, she will. But there's no question. A coalition conversation is taking place behind the Wizards' political curtain. If a minority situation should arise and the Liberals can grab a few seats, though, they'll pounce on whatever life raft they can find to save their political hides, rebuild, and take us back to the polls with a new leader. If you want this political zombie gone, you gotta destroy their brains. On June 7th, it's time to take out the chainsaw and save Ontario from any Liberal resurrection. And I'm Alex Pearson, and that is my point. On point for this Monday, June 3rd.